Hey there, you're listening to the new season of The Sandler Files. This is episode 16, where me and my co-host Max cover Mr. Deeds. Tune, tune in, hope you enjoy. Max, it is 6.20 p.m. On a Friday. Yeah. Toronto, Ontario. That's right. We're in the heart of Canada right now, baby. And we just finished watching Adam Sandler's Mr. Deeds. And what a, what a fabulous film that was. Let's Can just, I just... No, no, no. Let's just say, okay. over go the on, summer, over the yeah. summer, right? Yeah. You and I kept talking and we were like, man, it's been for... Like, the last Sandler movie we watched was the last episode of this show... Not even the last one. No, no, because we were on the Nick uh, Swarsden stuff, right? For yeah. Like the last two. And we watched a fake one for our final one. So it's been... It's been <laughs> what do you since mean like, that was real? <laughs> what are you talking about? Anyway. It's been since like March since we've seen a movie with Adam Sandler in it. We were so excited. I was jonesing for my Sandler yeah. fix. And I forgot <laughs> that <laughs> these movies can really... They can be really... Uh, they can knock the wind out of you. They can be draining watches. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my excitement might have been a little misplaced. Because I feel like we kept talking. We were like, yo, I can't wait to, to come back yeah, and I'm watch more Sandler. And we thought Mr. Deeds was a pretty good place to start. But uh, I, I guess it was about like 40 minutes in. We hit the so-called Sandler slump, as ooh, I want to coin it. We right hit there it now. hard. Okay, so let's, let's, let's get into the movie. Okay. So... Mr. Deeds is a Sandler movie from 2004-ish era, post-Big Daddy, Um, and we're definitely entering into the slump that defined most of the the mid-2000s before his Netflix deal. Yeah, just where yeah, like the the light in his eyes started to you know fade away. Truly, in this movie, (laughs) truly. So, uh, Mr. Deeds is about this guy Longfellow Deeds and his great uncle dies and leaves him 40 billion dollars and he moves wow. to he's a small town minnesota no new hampshire yeah boy hampshire, right? uh he just says wicked a lot that's like boston i guess um and then he he moves to new york he's suddenly in this this you know uh, corporate space everyone yeah. wants a piece of him and he's just a he's supposed to be just like a ah shucks he's like the nice guy in the big city of uh like you know rude people here's the thing though <laughs> yeah Instantly, Adam had like the first scene he's in in this movie. He had no light in his eyes when he was being this like nice guy to all these people. Like it yeah, just felt... he doesn't he doesn't fit that role. I don't think. No, he's too cynical as a person. Yeah, and I can't think of many other Sandler movies where he plays that role. Maybe like the the really early ones, like Billy Madison, Sandy Wexler. He's a bit of a like a nice guy is kind of the deal. That's true, but he's like super in character there too. In this movie, he's not really doing a voice or anything. He's just. You he's know. Adam Sandler, yeah. and he's just, like, trying to be a nice, small, hometown guy. Like, there's a reason his biggest movie still is Happy Gilmore, where he plays an angry jerk who needs to slap shot all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, right, right, right. It just doesn't fit. Not that I don't... He's probably a very nice man. I've heard. I've heard Adam but this, a great person. This kind of... What is it? Naive nice is, is kind of what he was playing. It doesn't it doesn't work for him. Yeah. No, I don't think so. So instantly your protagonist is unbelievable as like his core character trait. It's just weird. He feels out of place. And then 
you know, it's it's got its typical kind of Sandlerisms as he's being introduced to this world of high class. You know, he's bringing the crass to the high class kind of. <laughs> yeah, that's type. that's a good way to put it. Yeah, like, a line. like you know, that would be good on a Hallmark card. All right, so his. <laughs> His, uh, oh my god. He writes, uh, cards, like greeting cards. He doesn't write greeting cards. He wants to write greeting cards. He, and he, he writes them in his town, and they're all on the wall of the pizza place that he owns, which they say once and never really go back to. And, um... He's an amateur greeting card writer, yeah, and they're all suck. Yeah, he's heard back and they are kind of interested. But they're not good greeting cards. That's, like, the whole bit. Like, the no, rhymes like, are super whatever. juvenile. I mean, greeting cards, I don't know if you've ever opened one of those and gone, like, hmm, Wow. Like, really been affected by one? Greeting cards can be quite profound. Give me one example. No. Go for it. <laughs> um, I got this Spider-Man greeting card yeah. when I was, like, six or seven. And it was like, don't get caught in a web. And I think about that every day. What does that mean, no. <laughs> To an eight-year-old boy. Well, there's so many webs we can get caught in The web of lies. Web of lies. Webs of anxiety. Right. Webs of watching bad comedy movies from the early 2000s. <laughs> We're really stuck in this web. We've uh, committed. So, you know, I think about it a lot. And the points in my life when I've strayed from that, from that plan. You're right. You're right. And Sandler never really hits that level of quality in this film, I don't think. With his he, cards. Look, he doesn't hit a level of quality of anything in this film. Let's not... Oh, oh my god. Dude. Like, rough on the guy. Okay, look, I love Adam Sandler. He's only a millionaire this... <laughs> celebrity actor. Republican. Right. This is a good-ish movie. No, it's not. I don't know what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's fine. It's aggressively it's, mediocre. It's not... I, I was more interested at the start of it. I thought it was going kind of interestingly. You know, the whole plot of him coming from small town to the city... You know, all the rich hijinks and stuff. But it eventually just swirls into a love plot with Winona Ryder. Yeah, it's the classic romantic comedy yeah. that he always does. And um, I always forget. Like, I feel like I only remember it when it happens in the movies. And then by the time the movie's done, I forget it. Every Like, the majority of the movies he makes turns into this. Mm-hmm. Halfway through, he, he meets the girl at the start, and then it just becomes a love plot. Yep. And the rest of the movie no longer matters. They assume you don't care anymore, and you just think about that Sandler will get with this girl. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit draining to watch it again and again and again yeah. and again. Uh, I, I think this one was pretty brutal, like particularly because there was absolutely zero chemistry between the two <laughs> of them. Not that like there's normally a lot of chemistry, but I think with Blended, I remember being like him being kind of a goofball, kind of like fit the girl. Like it was still yeah, a who mediocre was that movie. Again? Drew Barrymore. Drew, yeah, they, they've I done a couple. Barrymore, of course, they they were, yeah, the I guess the golden together. couple for this. Yeah, yeah. but. This one, him and Winona Ryder, it just didn't work. Anyways, so uh, he gets... Let's go through the plot more. He gets yeah, to yeah. New York. He has this butler there. And you think, based on all the marketing for this movie and the DVD poster and the menu screen, yeah. I thought this butler was like a big part of the movie. Yeah, because uh, as you said, the DVD box is Adam Sandler next to the butler. No other characters. That's it. I thought this film, at first, looking at the DVD case, I thought it was like Adam Sandler becomes a butler for a rich person. <laughs> I thought, okay, so when I was a kid, I thought this movie was about Adam Sandler becoming a nanny for a rich family. <laughs> and then yeah. 
when I saw the DVD case, I thought it was Adam Sandler versus this butler where the butler's like high class and he wants Adam to be more high class and Adam doesn't fit in. He's like small town. Yeah, yeah. I, the, you get a lot out of the box art for this one, I think. More I, than I the really interpreted a lot from yeah. it. Guess what? Neither, nothing of that no. is the movie. It's Adam Sandler's a really nice guy and the butler and him become fast friends and then... At the end, the butler's integral to resolving the plot, but that's about. But the, all the, the main butler. thing is the love plot. Then there's the forty billion dollars. Everyone at this company that his uncle owned, they don't want to give it to Sandler. They want I to kind thought, of sign up. They want to scam him out of it. So I thought that was the him. most underbaked part of the movie. Yeah, like it, it was clear that that was the intention, but there was never like a boardroom scene where they were like, "We're gonna screw this guy over." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it was it was setting that up a little bit. Yeah, and then it just kind of dropped it. The other thing I want to mention about the love plot, which is the important thing, is like that Winona Ryder is lying to him the whole movie. Like she's pretending she's also a small town girl mm-hmm. that's just like starstruck by the big city and by him, but she's really a tabloid reporter for like basically TMZ or no, it's Inside Access, which is a real I think. Yeah, right. right, right. It, it, she's a news reporter. Right? Yeah, she's trying to get the scoop on this guy who just got the big fortune. Everyone was curious who it was. They snapped his picture. He's all over the town. Everyone knows about him. But, you know, ostensibly, like all these movies, she does fall for his small town charm and thinks that they shouldn't treat him so poorly in the media. Because Adam Sandler's the perfect guy. Of course. The really funny thing for me about the media subplot, or I guess the main plot, essentially, is mm-hmm. the uh, the media mogul, who kind of is her Winona Ryder's <laughs> boss. Yeah. He's... I, we recently saw him in this new show on Apple TV called Foundation, where he's like this genius mathematician that's going to save humanity. Isaac Av- uh, Asimov novel. Yeah, and he plays this like mathematician who figures out the the equation that will save humanity. And in this, he's just like a TMZ guy, <laughs> and it was just it was weird. It was weird. It, yeah, it was a weird. Uh, how, what's the word I'm thinking of? Start for him, I guess. In my yeah, mind, yeah, different, very different character. But I mean, I guess he's very versatile. So yeah, sure. I, I just wasn't expecting to see him there. Props to him. I think his name is Jared Harris. Yeah. Good for him. We got two returning actors from Grandma's Boy. One yeah. of them is... <laughs> I, I just, just saw Max. all joy drain from your face. <laughs> I just gave Max the biggest death stare. Yeah, we got two. We got two stars from Grandma's Boy in this. Yeah, it's the main guy and the, and the guy who had a monkey in his basement. Like, they're in it. Who cares? Great. Uh, I loved Grandma's Boy. <laughs> yeah, I think we're gonna notice them more often in probably because we spent a whole movie with them. Yeah, the other returners, uh, Steve Buscemi's in this, right? And Rob Schneider gets a little cameo. He gets two cameos. Yeah, he's playing the same scenes. character he played in Big Daddy. Apparently, I haven't seen that yet. But oh, really? Okay, that's that's what I thought. Love me up some Rob Schneider cameos. I I love that man. He's perfect. Uh, so then, what happens? Oh, so, like, she, he finds out, like, it's all just, like, treading water for, like, 40 minutes. Yeah, and, and the then, whole time you're watching it, you know exactly what's going to happen. I think we said beat for beat what the end of this movie yeah. was going to be while we were watching it. <laughs> so, uh, eventually, Adam finds out about the reporter and that she's she's not who she said she is. He's like, I'm done with the big city. He, he leaves town. He gives the $40 billion to the company, which is what they wanted all along. He leaves town. He goes back to his pizza parlor and, you know, the, the reporter lady goes and tries to make amends, but he's having none of it. And then uh, he finds out on the news that the the businessmen from his uncle's company who were, like, you know, kind of being shady around him the whole time, they want to completely melt down the company, essentially liquidate. And yeah, strip it, fire everyone, and take the money. Yeah, sell it for parts, essentially, is the idea. Because it has a lot of, like, news stations and local affiliates and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. So there's a lot of different valuable assets. 
So Adam buys a single share back, goes to the shareholders meeting, makes this big impassioned speech about, you know, being nice. <laughs> you thought he was going to, I thought it too. I thought he was going to read a, a new a, poem. Yeah, a poem in front of everyone. And that would save the day. Throughout the movie, he keeps reading poems at integral moments that are like greeting cards that he's been writing, but they didn't do that. Yeah. Which I'm kind of thankful for because I was really scared. Yes, so. I kind of... It, it probably would have been better writing thematically, but like yeah. I didn't want to see it. Right, right. Uh, and then the reporter lady shows up and she's been doing some digging and she finds out that his great uncle, who was assumed to have no hairs... Uh, hairs? Heirs. <laughs> he, he was not bald. He was not bald. He was not bald. The great uncle actually fathered... He had a relationship with his maid who then gave birth to... The butler. The butler that has been kind of like popping in and out throughout the movie. And now so, he gets the $40 billion. Yeah, it's actually his. It wasn't Adam's to sell in the first place. So he gets the $40 billion, gives Adam a billion. Adam and the reporter go back to the small hometown. They start working at the pizza joint again, and Adam buys everyone in town really nice sports cars. And the that's the movie. sports car. It was... And then Steve Buscemi crashes his... Sorry for the spoiler for the twist ending, but honestly, don't watch this movie. No, I can't recommend it. There are uh, literally probably 10,000 better movies or more that you could spend your time watching. There's a lot of movies out there, people. So I like if you're really thinking about watching this one, maybe just go take a closer look. Walk down to the library or something. If you're a big Adam Sandler fan, I don't even think you'll get a lot out of this because he's in like a weird uncanny valley where he's not like an over-the-top Sandler character, but he's also not like cynical Adam. He's just trying to be this like... It's someone he's not. It's... But that's what an actor's supposed to do. Yeah, I guess so, but he's not very good at it here. No, it, it really doesn't work. Like, it's not a good Adam Sandler character. It's not an entertaining performance. And so that... The mm. movie is built around a boring Adam Sandler performance... <laughs> And a zero chemistry relationship with Winona Ryder, and just none of it ever comes together. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Yeah. On I any agree. level. Wow. So I'd probably rate this on the like low on the Sandler scale too. Did we do those out of ten? Sandler's out of ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Sandler scale, I'd give it like a five. Like he's in it. Yeah. Five. Five sounds right to me too. Yeah, but as a movie, I'd give it like a four or three. Like it's really not entertaining. Oh, also, I wanted to comment on this because this yeah. is what really bothered me about the movie. Okay. He is supposed. To, I said this to you. He's supposed to be a nice small town guy. Yeah. And then there's this like early in the movie. There's a scene where when he's first in New York, he gets drunk and starts egging cars. And well, it's I, like, okay. Well, I figure also to defend him a little bit. I figure the scene is he gets blackout drunk, so he doesn't even remember it at all. But what would and I don't know if you've been blackout drunk before. I have. I don't drink alcohol or do <laughs> no, no. any narcotics. We're clean. We're clean boys. We don't do any of the devil's uh, substances like that. But um, I guess I can understand if you're blackout drunk and doing something stupid. But I feel it's like just a mistake. If you're trying to characterize this person that is supposed to be the opposite of everyone in New York. And it's a comedy movie where things can naturally be over the top. It would be more funny Fair. if he got blackout drunk and did a bunch of good Samaritan deeds around the city. Yeah, that's true. Like, that would be that's, a funnier... Yeah, he was just, like, throwing eggs at cars with this famous tennis player. He was player. just being a, a rude dude. Yeah. And that's, like... that. It was more a typical Adam Sandler character, which is fine, but it doesn't fit with who this guy is supposed to be for this plot. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, he was a rude dude, and I didn't like his attitude. Anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, yeah, so let's touch on the fact that this is a remake of a 1930s classic Hollywood movie. 
Yeah, I, I don't know much about the classic movie, personally. Okay. Before we watch this, I watched like half an hour of... It's called Mr. Deeds Goes to Town. It's from... Let me find the exact year. I think it's 1936. Golden Age. Yeah, 1936. Like, classic Hollywood film. The guy who directed it did What a Wonderful Life, like, ten years later. It's a Wonderful Life? Yeah. Did Isn't I say What a Wonderful Life? I think What a Wonderful Life is that uh, Louis Armstrong song. Uh, no, you're I thinking of what a, it, what a Wonderful World. Well, it's de- there's no... Okay, well, we're, we're way... It's, it's a Wonderful Life is the Christmas movie that he Respect made. Respect to Louis Armstrong. Sorry. Sorry, Big Lou. No, yeah, but for some reason, it's it's the same uh, studio. Like, they didn't have to buy rights or anything. It's that god-awful uh, one owned by Sony. Oh, uh... With the angel lady? No, that's the Statue of Liberty, dude. That's the Statue of Liberty? Is it not? I don't know. I, oh. She's holding a torch. Like, I don't yeah, know. I never really thought about it. Uh, Columbia. Columbia Pictures, who have done some fine things, but uh, they also did the Emoji movie in Jack and Jill. And that was animation, I thought. I didn't know that was... Uh, it's it's their uh, roadhouse, apparently. And the Ghostbusters reboot was them. Right, okay. I Like, they're all-encompassing. They've done good and bad, right? But they, they've had some real uh, stinkers come out. But anyways, they just used the rights from this, like, classic movie that I guess old people would recognize and go, oh, let's go see the remake of Mr. Deeds Goes to Town with Adam Sandler. And from everything you told me, it's basically beat for beat the same movie. Yeah. Uh, it's just like Sandler's inserted more SNL type humor into it. Exactly. So it starts out a guy named Gary Cooper. He lives in a small town and... No, his name's still Longfellow Deeds. The actor's oh, Long- Gary right. Cooper. The actor's Gary Cooper. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he writes postcards instead of greeting cards. Whoa. But he uses poetry on them. Same thing. Uh, goes to the big city... There's a bunch of big businessmen who want to keep the company from him. It's the same movie. Awesome. The butler happens. It's just the ending isn't the same. They changed the twist in the remake. And I don't think there's this heavy of a romance plot. Which, I skimmed through the last half. Didn't seem like it. I wouldn't. I it's definitely that. there. But I don't think it's as defined. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, that, that makes sense to me. I was doing some because like Mr. Deeds goes to the city or whatever it's called the original goes to town yeah uh, is based on a short story and i was doing research i forgot about that yeah i was trying to find the short story i could like the one copy that i could find was like 40 dollars, so i wasn't about to spend 40 dollars on a short story (laughs) but i actually while i was researching the like the old all the different versions i found this old like on this website that like archived old radio broadcasts i actually found a radio show where they reviewed Mr. Deeds Goes to Town. Yeah, and this is awesome because it's public domain now. Yeah, so we can... So it's a, like an old piece of recording. This is newly implemented. In so our, we can uh, slip it in. Yeah. Uh, and we're, like we cut together some of like the best moments, so we're just going to play that for you guys. It's actually pretty interesting. It is, it is. No, it's really cool. Let's go into it. WRV proudly presents The Cooper Gang, sponsored by the following fine American establishments. Rankin Steel Company. When you need real steel, Rankin's the real deal. And W.B. Henfield's Home Repairs. Get your greasy mitts on a new asbestos home insulation. Breathe easy with the finest protection from Mother Nature's uncivil side for you and your kin. And welcome back to the Cooper Gang. I'm their host, Chick Warner, and I'm here with my co-host, Frankie McQuaid. And starting off today, we're talking about a wonderful, fantastic picture. We called it the, uh, what was the theater name again? The Nickelodeon. Of course, of course. Right downtown. Uh, it, it, the movie was titled, Mr. Deeds 
goes to town. Brilliant picture, brilliant picture. Brilliant picture. I'm very excited to see what Frank uh, Capra does again. He was the director of this uh, motion picture. The prices at this Nickelodeon, uh, they're, they're getting out of hand, I, I gotta say. Uh, oh, 100% A agree. quarter for a movie ticket and a bucket of popcorn? I've, I've never seen the likes of this. By golly, for a quarter? About a, a year ago, I could pay my month's rent for that, Frank. Ridiculous. But, but honestly, this picture, this picture is worth a quarter, I'd say. I said it is a quarter picture. I guess you could say that. Let's let's coin that, and I hope people start using that. Now, any uh, any of our bookworm listeners might remember a short story uh, dropping just a few years ago uh, with a similar title. And you are correct. Mr. Deeds Goes to Town is based on the short story of the same name. Uh, and I thought it was brilliantly adapted to the screen. It, it's a perfect picture for the whole family, really. I'll, I'll take your word on it. I, I've never been much for reading. Uh, but, uh, you know, if, if they pulled that off, that's an impressive feat, I'd say. It, it really was. Uh, I, I thought... I thought it was it was something something quite brilliant. Uh, and, and I was laughing. I was crying. I was... The whole, uh, the whole, the whole nine yards, I'd say, uh, from, from this picture. The whole nine yards. Now, what I would have liked to see is more funnies in this film. I think the butler could have had a bigger role. I think he should have had a weird fascination with feet. That could have really made the movie better. I don't know if I can agree with you, Sheck, but I, I like your, your gumption and your spirit, as always. Oh, well, I appreciate that very much. And that's what you get here at the Cooper Gang. You get disagreements, you get agreements, you get, you get wriggles, you get wrangles. It's the whole castle here, and we're streaming it straight live on the airwaves. Now, I wanted to hit some trivia about this film. Now, I don't know if you know any... Some, you know some trivia, Shaq. Some, some trivia, some quick facts to keep the brain up on its wits. It's time for our famous segment, Fact Check. Oh, what a lovely title that is. What a what an honor. Now, our first piece of trivia. I don't know if you caught this. The word doodle was used in this film. Have you ever heard anything like that before? No, it's a, it's a brand new term to me, Sheck. Well, apparently this this uh, word doodle means to scribble a picture to paper without much thought at all, which, as you can see, happens a bit in the film. And I've never heard this verb before, but I quite like it, and I'd like to see it used a lot more. I could say finding a place in our lexicon at some point. I'd go to that level. Sounds, sounds good, Sheck. Well, excellent. And, and Jean Arthur, who did a fantastic performance in this film, was so overcome with stage fright that she often vomited before scenes and would run back to a dressing room after each take to have a good cry. That's just like me after our show, Sheck. <laughs> Who can relate? Uh, men don't cry, son. Well, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of The Cooper Gang. And we really appreciate it, you fine listeners at home. Fine, fine listeners listen to The Cooper Gang. Fine, very fine for only the finest. So, uh, thank you very much. And, uh, tune back in next week. Oh, I'm receiving, uh, breaking news over the telegram. Check, are you receiving this? Oh, what's that? No, no, my telegram's broken. A new break in the O.J. trial. O.J. Simpson, by golly. Tell me more about it. O.J. defense lawyer Johnny Cochran has just pronounced that if the glove does not fit, the jury must acquit in his closing arguments. If the glove don't fit, you must acquit. I'd quite like the ring of that. Now, this O.J. case, I believe I could see it going uh, years into the future. Decades. Indeed, check it. It almost feels like it's not of this era. But wouldn't you believe it, it is. And you'll hear about it live here on whatever. WRQP. WRKP. Thank you very much for listening. Tune in next week at the same time, same hour. We'll be here. We'll be covering Venom. Let there be carnage. Oh, that, I mean, that was interesting. I liked it. I wasn't, thought it was cool. Wasn't that a little cool walk through our human history? A little flashback in time. Darn right. I remember those days. How old are you? 93. Congratulations. I'm very old. Yeah, let's see if you make it to 94. Uh, okay, so we got some trivia about Mr. Deeds 2000. Oh, it was 2002. Mr. Deeds 2002, which is the Adam Sandler version. Wow, this was right after Big Daddy. 2002, yeah. I thought he it was, was later. Big. He was wow. big around time. Yeah. This time. Um... 
So, while filming the scene in which Longfellow Deeds beats up Marty, Marty is the character from the played by the main character from uh, Grandma's Boy. Okay. Yeah. Adam Sandler spun Alan Covert, who's the actor, around. Covert slipped on the sidewalk, and his skull hit the concrete with no protection. He was unconscious for a minute. <laughs> oh my awesome. god! Awesome. Also, Winona Ryder broke her arm while shooting the scene where she and Adam Sandler ride bikes down Central Park stairs. Yeah, I could see she that. She broke happening. her arm. <laughs> That's probably in the bloopers. I feel like they wouldn't put someone breaking their arm in the bloopers. No, maybe not. Is that a funny? Adam Sandler just laughs at her for two minutes. <laughs> Everyone else is helping, and he's just standing there. Winona Ryder also admitted in an interview with Empire Magazine that she felt a little miscast in this movie. No. What? Yeah. Uh, early <laughs> posters and newspaper ads for the movie featured an unnamed elderly butler instead of John Turturro's character. Oh, wow. That I thought that was interesting. Like, it might have been, like, yeah, maybe he wasn't in it. That was, like, a later write-in. Well, maybe they made it more true to the original at first when they were playing it. I can it. see that, yeah. Uh, yeah, so pretty interesting. And my favorite piece of trivia. Someone Ooh. explained a joke in the movie that you wouldn't get unless you were a meta Adam Sandler fan. So Adam Sandler is a major Jets fan, which makes the scene that much funnier when Deeds finds out he owns the Jets, who he calls choke artists, and doesn't think they can beat the Patriots for the conference title. He had to play a Patriots fan since he's supposed to be from the New England area. So that, Yeah, that's cool. Adam, I'm sure he was gritting his teeth uh, reading, reading those lines. Yeah, he actually, I heard he passed out after they filmed that scene because it was just too hard to act. Really? Yeah. He was acting so hard he passed <laughs> out? Yeah, never woke up again. Yeah, so, you know, great, uh, great, great work. Yeah, uh, great film. All the, like, I looked through the Google reviews, and they're all like, this is hilarious, this is a really great movie, great for the whole family, fantastic. Oh, yeah. Like, Adam Sandler's a great actor, Winona Ryder's a great actress. I guess I would like this when I was, like, 10 I watched sure. a lot of Adam Sandler rom-coms when I was a young lad. I, I, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like, it's, it's fine if, I'd say it's mostly appropriate for, like, families. Yeah. I can't think of like anything that some, was aggressively inappropriate. Yeah, there's just some swears. But nothing, like, but, crazy. Yeah, not really. There's one dude's butt is on screen. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, you know, the stuff you can get away with in a kid's movie, almost. I'm sure, I'm sure anyone listening to this is very concerned over whether they can watch <laughs> these movies with their child, so Be warned, don't worry. there is a bear ass in this movie. Be careful. A bear? Yeah. I didn't see that. It was, it was really cool. It was in there for one frame. I don't know. Blinking your minutes. Wow. That's Mr. Deeds. I don't want to... Like, I was so drained by yeah, this I'm movie, drained. dude. What, what else can we talk about? What other movies... It's been a long time since we've talked. Uh, about... Most recently, we watched Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Guys, I... Over the summer, I really I really dove headfirst into, <laughs> into Lord of the Rings. I'm a... Uh, I'm really... What are they call the you? Lord. Tolkien's? I don't think there's a name. Hobbits? <laughs> That's just rude. How is that rude? Because Hobbits are, like, short. It's a reference. Okay. But they're the most courageous creatures in Middle Earth. Um, mm, who's the real Hobbits fan? I don't know. Probably like the the lineage of Numenorean kings. Um, you know, like the Dunedain, the Rangers and stuff. Like they're probably a little more. Well, they fight for their family and everything. Hobbits fight for the world. No, they fight for the world too. And the Shire. Okay, look, come back to me when you've read the Silmarillion. <laughs> You'll have different thoughts on all of this. Okay, all right. Yeah, we watched the extended edition trilogy. Well, because uh, Jeremy, you had read all the books, yeah, and then you watched the theatrical cut, yeah. and then we watched the uh, extended cut. 
Max had never seen the movies. And I, I, I didn't showed know him. anything really. I knew the bare stuff like Gollum's a character in Dumbledore. I knew by name, of course. Dumbledore. <laughs> Dumbledore. <laughs> you mean Gandalf? <laughs> Was that real? Yeah. They're kind of similar guys, though. They I, are very similar. I, I could see them hanging out. I didn't make Max watch the theatrical cuts and the extended cuts with me. I did that as an experiment for me. Yeah, I don't think I would have done that. No. I guess I'm glad I watched the extended cuts. I got the full story. The Some of it was one, hard to grasp, and I can totally understand that reading the book beforehand makes it more clear. The books are also better. Also, you get yeah. a lot of time to process a lot of information in like a totally new world, too. Exactly. Yeah. And but like, overall, like great movies. Yeah, they're really solid. They were really good. I liked them. Um, what else has been happening? Shang-Chi came out. I really liked it. You haven't seen it yet, haven't right? haven't seen it. Really, really good Marvel movie. I'm burning out on Marvel content. That's totally valid. It's been going for 10 years. I've been at, paying attention for 10 years. You've been in it like the whole time? I watched Iron Man, like, around the time it came out. Okay, yeah. No, I think Burning Out's totally fair, but I thought it was I thought it was good. Like, yeah, yeah, was... like, nothing against. Like, they're good movies, you know? They get different, interesting people to direct them all the time. Yeah, no, Shang-Chi was definitely a hit for me. And when it goes free on Disney+, Plus, I'll probably make you watch it. Yeah, I'll get around to it, I guess. I'm not... I... <laughs> Are you excited for the Hawkeye show? The Hawkeye show? Yeah. Oh my god, number one most anticipated that, show. You know what? That might be Did you know in. the main actor has the same first name as me? No way! Yeah. I always thought you were a lot like uh, Jeremy Renner. I think I'm very Jeremy Renner-esque. Yeah, yeah. And I hope everyone I meet thinks that about me, too. <laughs> that would that would make me really happy. I'm sure. What uh, else? Like, I... Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I've been in, like, a movie and TV just, like... Slump? Yeah. Like, nothing's been connecting with... We're not... We have not seen Squid Game. We're not... We watched one episode of it, and it looks... Fun. I looks good. I yeah. thought it was well made. The games look interesting. I'm not really drawn to continue it. Yeah, I personally. know. It's, it's every once in a while a show like this just kind of like gets huge. It kind of reminds me of like Bird Box when that was really big. Like yeah, that yeah, type for of sure. Thing. Or Tiger King, of course. Yeah. Oh, um, Tiger King is another great example. It's just like our entire culture gets fixed on one show, and I guess that's fine because then you have something to talk about with everybody. Yeah. It's like, no. oh, you seen Squid Game? Yeah, of course I seen Squid Game. Like everyone's seen Squid Game. I couldn't even... Yeah, you couldn't... <laughs> I think you said it differently three times. <laughs> this is a tongue twister. Squid game, squid game, squid game. Yeah, but I... Like, it looks great. More power to people who love it. Um, yeah, yeah. I Shout just... out South Korean uh, movie TV district. Yeah, good good job like, making a They're killing it hit. lately. Parasite was great, too. Yeah. I want to see more from there. Yeah, I just, like... I don't feel a pull to continue, but... Yeah, I'm I'll, sure I'll it's probably good. watch it. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're tuning in, I might hop on... Uh, but tuning in, turning on, and dropping out. You're dropping out of school? Yes. Dude, congrats. I'm done with it. I think it's for losers, you know? Oh. You see in media that there's like nerds and stuff and they study. <laughs> and I, I can't say this. What do you want? This, this is on the media school website. Like, we're I'm, really... joking. I'm a very sarcastic person. If you don't like my sarcastic humor, uh, just... You wouldn't get along with me very well if you didn't get dark humor. Yeah, I'm glad you're one of those people, Max. <laughs> no. How long have we... Oh, dang. We should, uh... We're running out of time. Oh, uh, oh yeah, we talked for a while, eh? But uh, I'm trying to think if there's any last word I want to say before... Let's talk start. about Carnage! Venom 2, baby! I haven't seen it. I haven't seen we it. Gotta, we gotta watch <laughs> we it. We know what happens What's, at the end. We do know the post credit scene spoiler. If you know, you know. Coming up that we want to see, Dune we'll probably see and talk about. Yep. I want to see The Last Duel. That looks Very really worried good. about Dune. You'll hear our thoughts. Yeah, we're, we're concerned. Um, is there any 
Spider-Man, obviously, like, looks... We watched Free Guy. Shut up. I'm not talking about Free Guy. Okay, we're going to spin the wheel. Free Guy actually depressed me. I hate it. It's... But everybody used Lightsaber. Marvel and Lightsaber and Disney. Oh, my God. I love Disney properties. I love the osmosis of media properties where they all just become one blob that you can't differentiate from each it's other. It's getting a little bit concerning, and it's only going to get... Worse. M- worse more identifiable. I can't wait till Mr. Deeds is in the MCU. I'm spinning the wheel. Let's go. The wheel. What do we got? We got This is actually an interesting one. What do we got? We got his stand-up special, 100% Fresh on Netflix. Oh. This is gonna, we've never reviewed a stand-up special. I've never seen Adam Sandler do stand-up. This is going to be really And he started in stand-up. I've seen some of his old old stand-up clips like pre-SNL, but this is Okay. This is going to be an interesting... Yeah, that's we're going to get very up close and personal with Adam Sandler. Yeah, let's... Uh, I'm, I'm kind of hyped for that. I've heard it's really good, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so... Well, it got 100% no, uh, fresh rating, didn't it? I think it has like a 98. I can check. Close enough? Actually, we'll do the bit next week where we, <laughs> we compare it to its actual Rotten Tomatoes score. Okay, all right. But it's... You know, I'm excited. Yeah, That'll I'm be interesting excited. to watch. Hey, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be watching these uh, interesting... Honestly, the most interesting movies... In existence. In existence. Yeah. For real. I don't think there's any greater... You know, like Quentin Tarantino said, you don't have to go to film school. You just watch Adam Sandler yeah. movies. And, and, you, and you love that Quentin Tarantino guy, right? Like, you quote him all the time. Yeah. Oh, no. I have a Pulp Fiction poster in my room. I know. You got the Pulp Fiction Reservoir Dogs. You got the Django. You got yeah. the, uh, the Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. It's my phone background, too. Yeah, all of them. They're all in my room. All these posters. <laughs> Groundhouse. Grindhouse? Grindhouse. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm the biggest Quentin Tarantino fan in the world. I like his movies. And I think... He's a weird man. His views on women are his 100% justifiable. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, what a great <laughs> note to end uh, our first episode back on. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. We'll see you guys next week with 100% fresh.